This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Fiesta Watch. This is your host, Noah, and joining me is the host with the most, more than me, I guess, is Wyatt Lyles. Wyatt, how are you doing today? I'm doing very good, especially since I apparently have the mostest, so that makes me very happy because I always want to be ahead of everything, you know? Yeah, well, like, I, I, I started off and I just said I'm the host, and I'm like, well, it's true, but I'm, but I'm a co-host as well. So I wanted to give you some extra props to kind of make up for that. Now we're eating. That's true. Yeah, I do have the co-host label, so I guess I should have a little bit of extra just so I can make up and make it even. Since you're technically the host, you know, air quotes. Hypothetically, I'm I'm just the one who shouts at the beginning and the end. That's very true. That's very true. You have a better shouting voice than I do. Okay, I'll take that to the bank. <laughs> so uh, our producer, our regular producer, is out of town this weekend doing God knows what in the lawless city of. Washington DC, I think. So I believe so. I we're believe. Gonna be, okay, so wow. EU or NA, okay. we've got two weekends of playoff matches coming up. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start at EU because I think our NA matchups are going to be a little bit juicier. So let's get the AU stuff out of the way first uh, and look at these matchups. So first off, we've got Misfits versus Splice. So first impressions, give me your thoughts. Noah. what are we looking at here? Um, when I look at this matchup, I think Misfits will win. But, like, I can't really be convinced by anything, right? Like, I, I don't have any... I feel like it's... If I have any strong opinions, that I could easily be wrong. Right? Yeah, agreed. Uh, how do you want to do this? you want to break this down lane by lane? Or do you just want to talk about the matchup as a whole? I think we can talk about the matchup as a whole. Okay. Uh, I mean, unless you, unless you think there's any, any lanes here that kind of stick out to you. But, I mean, they look like it's not going to be anything 
too out of the ordinary. It's I think it's mainly going to come down to just an overall team game. Who's going to be able to to get the better uh, better picks? Because there really isn't anybody on these teams that are that have the propensity to kind of just take over completely. I mean, you might have some some good games from like Cacao uh, or Power Evil, but it's nothing where they're just gonna they're not gonna faker their way out of things or gonna gonna do faker things and all that kind of stuff, you know? Right. Um, one of the European casters, I forget which one, referred to Wonder and Trashy as the Huni Rainover of Europe. Which, A, state of your your league, if your Huni and Rainover are on, like, the five seed in playoffs, but whatever, right? <laughs> it's not just... We won't, we won't, we won't bash... Wrong. We'll try not to bash EU so much this week. I know last week we kind of took them to, you'll, to, you'll the, try. to the max a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to stay up for... I had to stay up for these games. But I think um, there's carry potential on both sides. I guess... The biggest issues I would have would be with consistency, right? If you look at yeah. Misfits, I think uh, Hansama and Ignar in the bot lane are fairly inconsistent in that. Sometimes they pop off. Sometimes they're most of the time they're like average. They're the average bot lane, which is fine. Yeah. But sometimes uh, Ignar gets himself in trouble, right? And he gets exactly. picked on trying to make plays. I also see Alfari as a potential uh, vulnerability because I think Wonder is the better top laner. But like Senku, I feel like Senkooks, Senku, and Power of Evil match up really well. I feel like Kakao and Trashy should be interesting. I don't. I think Kakao will have interesting routes. I think Trashy is the better mechanical player as of right now, unless uh, Kakao will prove me wrong. Um, yeah, I mean Kakao has he's had some pretty good games. You know, he hasn't. He's been no slouch. But but you're right. I think overall Trashy is going to be the better overall. So Kakao is going to have to look for those small windows where he can just kind of break into it. And maybe you know catch Trashy out. Maybe do some early pathing into Trashy jungle to, to get him off off base. Um, that that's probably going to be his key to victory. Is just kind of playing a little bit of an abnormal game just to to overcome or overcompensate for the fact that he isn't as mechanically strong as a player like Trashy. Right, and it's not like we're trying to knock Kakao's mechanics here. I just feel like definitely, yeah. Like the, when it, when you think of the champions that Kakao has been really impactful on the split. It's been stuff like Ivern, right? Yeah, exactly. He's, he's not the Lee Sin god. He's like, I'm Elise, and I'm going to predict where you are and just kill you in your jungle. Um, okay, so we've, we've talked, I think we've talked a fair bit about the matchup. Uh, let's get a prediction in. Why, we'll start with you. Misfits uh, versus Splice. Who you got? I'm going to go with Misfits in this one, and I don't think it's going to be super close. I, I see this one as a 3-1. Okay. Um, just because you know Splice is good, but they've just Splice has had a little bit of a tendency to kind of stink things up quite a bit at random moments throughout the series or throughout the split. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they failed to show up in you know a couple of these games and just kind of give things up to Misfits, especially the fact that if you look at their groups, Group B was just the weaker group overall, right? Um, because you had two guys at the top, you know, Unicorns and HK were playing really good, but then everybody else was just bad. I mean, you had the 0-13 Origin, Vitality 3-10, and whereas over in Group A, everybody was kind of in that same bracket. You know, it was G2. Getting covered by G2, yeah. Yeah, G2, you know, owned things, and then Giants just didn't really do much. But then the other three were kind of neck and neck throughout the entire split, so that was a bit more competitive. So, I think Misfits is a little bit more battle tested than Splices, so that's why I'm going to give the edge over to Misfits. Really? Uh, what? Yeah. 
You think, okay, so Splice went to Worlds, and they were in the group of death, and they held their own kind of. <laughs> you think of Misfit Squad that had to go through the, the, the rigors of EU Challenger, where there's like three semi-pros, or not semi-pros, that's, that's a mean meme, uh, three like former pros. <laughs> I actually think Splice is going to take this. I think it's going to be a 3-2. Okay. I'm looking at Splice, and recently, and their recent run has been, they've been playing really well, right? Yeah. And I think they have strengths where Misfits have potential weaknesses. Misfits haven't been looking too hot either. Uh, and just like in Misfits' last series, I think they got kind of exploited, right? Yeah, I can see that. So, and I, I think Splice is, I see Splice as like the, the CLG of Europe. And this is, a, and I always make the comparison of, oh, this team is the CLG of blank. But when you look at a team like Splice, they are super dedicated to uh, teamwork. They love to work off of each other and rotate around the map as a group. I think Splice can overcome the like the the tactical advantages that Misfits might have through their shot calling and their superior planning through like guys like Cacao and Ignar. So yeah, three two to Splice. Well, at the end of the day, we'll see who's right. We will. We will see. Alright, well, let's let's move right along to H2K versus Fnatic. The matchup that everybody has seen like 80,000 times ever since H2K joined the, the EU LCS. This year, <laughs> it's way less hype than it has been in the past. Yeah. You do have some cool storylines like Fabivin playing his old team. That's yeah, it. That's but, it. That, yeah, honestly, that's about it. And, <laughs> and I think that's probably about the most exciting thing that's going to come from this series, too, is the fact that Fabibin is playing his old team because when it comes to the action in-game, we're not going to see anything too flashy. I don't think we're going to see some pretty pretty standard H2K games just kind of taking Fnatic to town. Cause... Will, will you down Death by a Thousand Paper Cuts kind of style? Exactly, yeah. I don't think we're going to – we're not going to see anything inventive they're just going to kind of stick to their game and and it's going to be enough because Fnatic just I haven't seen anything from Fnatic this split that leads me to believe that they're going to be all that strong especially when you look at the fact that they ended with the same record as Rocket who started off you know playing terribly so the fact that you're ending up with the same record doesn't matter now I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, it, you know, it is a, you know, what have you done for me lately kind of thing, just like any other sport. Mm-hmm. But just still overall, Fnatic just has never wowed me. They just uh-huh. kind of always play a bit average, in my opinion. So I'm not really looking for anything special here. I think H2K is going to take this one 3-1, probably. I know I keep saying this is the second time I've done 3-1. I promise I'll have different... It's a, it's different... a safe score. It's a it is. Score. It really is. But but I'll I'll have more uh, competitive scores to talk about when we get to the to the good region that we're going to talk about today. Whoa! So, now, now you're flaming. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 doing it in like a subtweeting kind of way. You're just outright doing it. You know, I'm just kind of subtly doing it. Oh, so, oh okay. Because you're because because you're not being blasé about it. it. Makes it better for some reason. Okay. Exactly. Question for you: You exactly. don't believe in baby faker caps? You don't think he's going <laughs> to? God, that was wasn't that a prediction? Somebody called him Baby Faker, and he made like one. He had like one good series against who was it? Where he popped off? Uh, I forget who that was. It was against somebody good. I, I I'm hesitant to say H2K. It's been a while. It's been a long year. Yeah, it, 
Exactly, but the fact that it was he had one good performance, and we're like, oh, he's the next coming of Faker, who is you know the greatest player, ever. arguably the greatest player to to even, ever play I don't, I this think game. Caps at his peak is worse than Peke at his peak. <laughs> I'm not putting yeah. him in the Froggen tier. Yeah, right? because even though but still, I, I think Peke has had good. more international success, like Froggen's a better player, arguably. Yeah, right. But like, yeah, I agreed. Caps is okay. I don't know anything about Roxa. I've watched him play like four times. I still know nothing about him. So as is getting, I, I there's a complete mismatch in the top lane. I think Oruwami should have no problem against Soaz. Uh, so yeah. as, I think historically is hated playing tanks, and right now he has to play a tank or else Oruwami is just going to smash him. It's like Oru's Rumble is really solid. His Camille is really solid. Yankos is probably going to get a lot of early pressure off, and a lot of Fnatic's chances of winning usually just rely on Reckless's shoulders, right? I agree, yeah. If Reckless has... I mean, if he pops off and has some really strong games, yeah, they have the potential to maybe still like one or two games, but I don't think relying on your ADC, especially in a meta where ADCs are just not that strong, yeah, he might pull out uh, like a Lucian AD or Kenan. something like that. He's going to play AD Kennen every game because it's it, when, when Reckless <laughs> needs a carry, he just plays AD Kennen because because he literally is like, okay, so as you're terrible at frontlining, I stunned the entire team for you. Please just change CC with me. And then he rolls his eyes as they win the team fight, right? But yeah, basically. But that's not going to be good enough to win you three games against a team like H2K, especially when H2K uh, are so good at exploiting weaknesses, right? Like exactly. I don't think H2K's bot lane is particularly. They don't have that wow factor, right? But Yankos is so good at abusing uh, mismatches in lanes, and if he's yeah, starting he's on the perfect. other jungle, he will dominate the early game. And as long as H2K don't throw, which I don't think they will. I think H2K should be able to comfortably take this one 3-1. to one. My prediction is that in, ga- in the games where H2K win, Yankos either is going to get mid or top snowballing. The bot lane for Fnatic will be fine. Maybe they pick up a kill or something. But ultimately, the rest of the map is just too far behind, and H2K is just choking them out of the game. Any uh, final thoughts? No. I mean, I mean, my only final thought is I'm glad that we're getting... The fact that the playoffs are here means that we're getting closer to not having to watch EU LCS for a couple months. Jesus, now it's two for you. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my European listeners, but I just uh, your league is just your European so listeners are. I'm, I'm. I guess I'm guilty by association here. Basically, I'm just dragging you down with me. That's what we do. We're 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 hosts and co-hosts. We're partners in this. You can't you partners can't get away crime. from it. Partners in crime. That's right. Speaking of getting dragged down, let's move on to NA, where the first playoff match of the weekend we'll see Phoenix One, the third best team in North America. If if you called that Phoenix One would be the third best team in North America at the beginning of this split, please send us a tweet. Let us know because please do. We, I, I I've got lottery tickets. I need you to look at right. This team exactly. has turned so far around from last season, and they're up against a Dignitas squad who kind of went through a mini resurgence halfway through the year with uh, bringing on Coach Kopp. Now that they're, yep. you know, trust the process, and now they're doing pretty good. What do you think about, uh, where do you want to start with this? Do you want to talk about P1? Do you want to talk about Dig? Do you want to just go straight into the matchup? Uh, I mean, I guess let's talk about Dig first. Um, and we can look at the individual kind of, because, I mean, with Phoenix 1, there's a lot we can talk about with individual players. And kind of what's going on there. Uh, so let's just look at Dignitas first. Uh, you know, this is a this is a team that, like you said, they started off pretty slow and in, in earlier on in the split, but they really came on towards the end. And I'm really liking them. I, I don't I don't know if they're going to be able to take it to to Phoenix in this series, but 
I'm really liking. I mean, someday is playing great in the top lane. Um, Chaser is, you know, owning things in the jungle. Yeah, it's he's just, finally showing up. Yeah, exactly. He's finally showing up, and, and he's showing that he can he can be a, a top tier jungler, and that it's exactly the time when you need to do that. You have to peak late, and they're peaking at just the right times. So this is going to be a really good series. I'm I'm very excited for it. I'm also very excited to be able to see it live in person so watch for me on the stream i know they don't really even show the crowd but if you happen to catch my hand or something it's fine i'm sorry noah it's not my fault that you live in the great city of new orleans but they don't do esports down there well can't argue with you there (laughs) you Um, gotta start something up you gotta start i mean you did some league stuff you can start like a league down there uh, get a team get a team going Maybe yeah. you'll get Overwatch soon. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll well maybe in a world where I hypothetically get paid for any of this shit. But um, I want to take a look at P one right here, right? Let's do it. I think P one first and foremost, their roster is fairly deep. They have dynamic subs in both support and jungle, but their core of Ryu in the mid lane, Zig in the top lane, and Arrow AD carry have been rock solid all year. And I think yeah. they're they are a huge part of why they've been able to stay on top because there have been early on in the season when Anori was the de facto starting where it was was the jungler for P1. There were games where he struggled, but Arrow would be playing phenomenally and Zig would do a great job of frontlining to get Anori back in the game or like allow him to recover enough to the point where he could be relevant on uh, AD assassins like Kha'Zix or Rengar. Um, yeah, but yeah, like Zig's had a phenomenal performance. I think. He would be in the conversation for best, uh, like, top three top laners, top four top laners. He might also be in the conversation, he might have been in the conversation for most improved if Hanser wasn't playing like a monster and putting on, like, an MVP year. Yeah. But I want to take a look at the jungle and support positions, which are kind of shaky right now. We didn't see Meteos play at all week 10, or he played, like, one game. Yeah, exactly. We Yeah. And then he got taken out in favor of Nori, who did not look that great. I think it's likely that Meteo starts, and then just because even though he has a weird champion pool, like the team plays is comfortable playing around it, and him playing a control tanky frontliner, which he's really good at, he's really good at uh, frontline tanks, uh, allows Zig to play dynamic carries or weird pocket picks, like his from any anything between Kled to the Gangplank, both of which he's undefeated on, to his Rumble has been pretty decent. I hope we get a game plan game this this what or I mean in this series that'd be fun. In the support role, Stunt and Shady have been battling back and forth. They both look pretty interesting in the role. I don't really see dynamic change coming. Uh, the, the the team dynamic changing dynamically with when one gets subbed in for the other. So I'm kind of just like, eh, I don't know who's gonna start. You know, when you yeah. looked at P one's performances in week ten, uh, week nine, whatever. You, you could say, okay, yeah, Me- uh, Medios is going to get the start. But the support roles, it was like, well, I don't know. They both look pretty decent. That one is one that probably is going to be – it might be one that they switch out, you know, a couple games just to right. kind of see who, who has a hot hand, which is nothing wrong with that. But I think what you keyed on earlier is, is a really big point with P1 and why they're playing so good is just the fact that they have such a deep roster. I mean – a lot of teams, you look like a team like CLG. They've got five players, and that's it. So oh. when one of their five players comes in, you got to bring Joey in mm. uh, overnight and throw Aphromu into. Well, the how ABC often role. is Six going to be dying in a hospital bed somewhere? I mean, not often, but it, but just the fact that you have that option to pull in somebody if you need to, 
I mean, if your players are playing good enough that, that you never need to sub, that's fine. But, I mean, you look at a good team like SKT, who, you know, spoiler alert, Wyatt thinks is the best team in the world, and Noah is just a hater who yeah, likes Samsung Galaxy. This week. But it's fine. Um, but <laughs> even them, you know, you've got a, a couple of their positions where even in the middle of a good series, they're going to be switching players out just to keep everybody fresh. And they have that deep roster, so that way – not even if something happens injury-wise, but just that if somebody's having a bad day or if they're just not feeling that matchup, they can switch people out. So that really gives P1 an edge, and and, and it's why they, they ended the split so well. And I think they're they're poised to go pretty yeah. deep into those playoffs. Uh, I think I agree with parts of what you said. Okay. Right? I think P1's roster depth gives them d- different dynamic looks approaching series, and it's hard, hard for teams to predict what they're going to do. But I think for a majority of their year, a lot of their success has come from the fact that Air is the best AD carry in the NALCS, and it's not even close. And Zig has That's been true. top four. And Ryu is really good. And especially right now, because I think Ryu is one of the best mid laners in the world at playing against metas, or against assassins, right? He's so good at assassin yeah. assassins, or control mage versus assassin matchups. That And he and sometimes he underperforms, but he gets... he Historically, Ryu is a huge benefactor from the playoff buff. But uh, we, I think we spent a lot of time on P1 here. I want to talk about the matchup really quickly. Someday versus Zig. Who do you think is going to have more impact? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Zig on that one. Really? Okay. Interesting. You want to yeah. talk about Wei a little bit? Uh, I don't know. There's no, there, Nothing is like, like jumps out at me ridiculously, but I just feel like with... Uh, the way that him and Meteos just kind of play pretty well off of each other, uh-huh. I think it's just it's going to allow Zig to have a little bit more impact um, than a player like someday would. Okay, and would you? So, are you saying you'd like to like extend that to the top side of the map for P one is going to outperform the top side of D, of Dig's map? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's where I'm going with that one. Definitely, okay. for sure. Um, I think it's safe to say Arrow's better than Lod. Yes. No offense, Lod. You're you're good. You're you're. Top 10 in your region, for sure. I think you are one of the better uh, native AD carries in the league. That being said, I don't think yeah, you're not, than Wild not Pearl. Gonna... If you're not better than Wild Pearl, you're sure as hell not better than Arrow. Right? Definitely. I agree with that. And then Ryu's got Keen beat in the mid lane. I don't know. Keen has been performing pretty well. I think I agree with you, but I just want to throw that little caveat for Keen. I mean, yeah. Keen, yeah, Keen has been strong. playing well. Yeah, but I just Ryu, you know, I just feel like he he has the more uh, his his entire splits performance. You know, he's been solid the entire time, whereas Keen is kind of like coming on streaky. a little bit towards the end. But streaky. yeah, exactly. But Ryu has been consistent. You know, he's been consistently great all season long. Okay, so I think we've talked to we, we've 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 talked P one up enough. Predictions for this series. I'm gonna go three two on this one because oh. even though I like I be, even though I like P one. I think Dignitas, they've been playing so well lately that they're they're going to steal a couple games. They're not going to take the series, but they're going to take a couple games. Okay. Okay. What are you feeling on this one? I have not used up my safety slots, so I'm going to say 3-1 to P1. I think... uh, (laughs) I don't know you were thinking of that one. Last week. Um, (laughs) Honestly, when I look at Phoenix 1, I think they have a really solid map. Uh, they have really solid lanes, and I don't think Dignitas is good enough as a team, not mechanically, individually, but as a team, 
to exploit the weaknesses that P1 has when Medios is in the jungle, right? Yeah, definitely. So I, I could potentially see Inori coming in, and maybe he pops off, maybe he throws. But I think with Medios, Medios is going to uh, help P1 greatly, and I think they're going to take the series 3-1. to one. And that's going to lead right. into a coin flip of a series, in my opinion. Counter Logic Gaming versus FlyQuest. Why, what the hell are we supposed to expect? Like how, there, how... there, there is no coin flip here. CLG are the overlords of the world. Hello. They will. <laughs> are, have I'm you been sorry. watching the same CLG all season? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I am a CLG apologist. I will not. I will not balk at that. Uh, are they going to win the split? No, but I just feel like I I can never count them out when it comes to playoff series and just. FlyQuest has has underwhelmed me so much over the last what four or five weeks that I just I I can't say with any certainty that they're gonna that they're gonna win a series. If the series was based on whose jerseys are fresher, then FlyQuest hundred percent would take the series. But what if when CLG it breaks to, out the USA jerseys or like the Canada jerseys? Ah, uh, I still think I would go with the, those white, the white and gold that FlyQuest has. They're just they're so clean. Okay. I, I love it so much. Fair so. Enough. In all seriousness, it's it's probably going to go down to the wire. This is basically a coin flip. It's a 50-50. These are both teams that are streaky. It's both teams that can play really well or they can play really bad. Uh, CLG plays really bad just because sometimes they just brain fart and don't know what they're doing. They'll you know do a four-on-one dive on a team, on a player, and end up losing all four players. And a I don't think or something. it's necessarily that like, they lose their minds. I just think like sometimes... One of them gets picked, and then it's like, oh, oh, we can save this. We can fight. Friendship. That's, Friendship. Yeah, that's, and then yeah, they that's... all die, and they get aced twice and still win the game somehow because Counter Logic Gaming. But, like, but it's fine because their friendship rings look so cool. Right, but if, if, if I guess if we're going by the logic of CLG has anime magic, look at who they're playing. Look at yeah. High is nothing if not the main character in an anime. And for better or for worse, FlyQuest, C- C9 White, C9 Gold, whatever you want to call them, have, have rose and fallen with high. And I think it's important to note that while high hasn't been looking super solid as of late, who he isn't the greatest mid laner in the world. Who he, uh, like high, has his unique pocket picks, right? Like who he has the Aurelian, high is always going to go to Zed when he can. But I think when it comes to like postseason performances, you've, in, from North American mid laners, you think high. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. There's a reason Cloud Nine has gotten the furthest at Worlds of any North American team in like the modern era. That's because High's shot calling is on point. I think High. I I I see that FlyQuest almost missing playoffs is going to sort of serve as a wake up call for FlyQuest. Right. That's fair. That's fair. I think Balls has been performing really well. I think he matches up pretty well with Darshan. Darshan's also been playing really well for CLG, like almost carrying them to this point in the season. But Balls has been a rock, and his and the meta favors some of his champion picks right now, like the Nautilus yeah. and the Rumble. I think Afro and Lemon Nation are both pretty inconsistent, but Lemon can just play. Uh, but Lemon Nation can just play Karma or Lulu because that's the support meta nowadays. It's just like hmm, I don't know how to make plays, so I guess I'm just gonna throw shields on somebody. <laughs> Your hate for your hate for Karma and Lulu. No, I love. So... I'm a Karma man. I love Karma. I, I mean, yeah, Lulu. it's right. Your hate, hate for Lulu. Your hate for Lulu is so strong. It's like she shuts down every assassin and she makes every AD carry a tank. It's, it's ridiculous, and, and gives them attack speed and movement speed. But I digress. 
I think Stixe, <laughs> if he's healthy, should be able to beat Altec in that in that kind of skill matchup. But I think High's got the advantage in the mid lane. I think Moon matches well up against Smithy, and overall, the X factors for both teams are as follows: CLG has the teamwork, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But FlyQuest have High's shot calling. They have the the, the daring plays. Yeah. So you said. What did you say? What was your prediction for this series? I'm going to go 3-2 CLG. I'm going 3-2 FlyQuest. Okay. Man, we were at odds on almost every one of these series. It'll mm-hmm. be very interesting to see next week's podcast, see who's right. Yeah, somebody keep score, please. Um, okay, yeah, overall, I think this weekend's going to be pretty good. But looking ahead, I'm, I'm really excited to see postseason TSM and C9 this year uh, this yes, play, right definitely mm-hmm. and over in europe like people make fun of europe and g2 all the time for choking but like it's g2 they're good they're really good regionally and unicorns are, are love, very and, good and this is the highest this is the, the best unicorns of love team we've ever seen uh in terms of like regional performance and it'll be really interesting to see how they stack up against whoever uh emerges from the lower bracket or from the quarterfinals yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping we get a G2 Unicorns of Love finals. That would be very good. I'd love to watch that. Oh, yeah? You'd love to, yeah, I'd you'd love to pretend to watch it and complain, you mean, Gavin? I mean, okay, I watch it. <laughs> I watch the series. Yeah, well, no, I, okay, I, I didn't watch that stupid Rocket Origin series, though. That I watched that. For, I watched that. For 80 ages. I did not watch that one. How did you not? That was so entertaining, just watching... Uh... Brent, watching uh, them take like twelve thousand barons and still not end the game, yeah, yeah not like five barons fun. one game. It was like feels good, um, not very yeah. fun. Just just to clarify, our hate for our our, our supposed hate for Europe doesn't come from the fact that we're just like oh NA is better. Well, I think Noah's right. Like it's not like we're just saying like oh NA is is the best thing ever. My favorite CS uh, CSGO team is Astralis, and they're you know they're from EU, so it's clearly. It's clear that I'm not like biased towards NA teams only. I just I like watching the best of whatever game that I'm watching, and the EU LCS is just not the best. So we've talked about NA, we've talked about EU. Do you want to talk about the patch before we wrap up for the day? Uh, I think we can save that for another one. That one's it's a little bit far out. I mean, yeah, as you guys I'm sure know, new patch is coming seven point six. Seven point six. We got new new champions. Wait, it's that... it's seven point seven, right? Sorry to cut you off. Is it seven? Oh no, you're probably right. I think you're right. Seven point seven. My bad. Uh, so we have the Come new patch coming man. out. We do it. Probably. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but that you know, not coming out probably till uh, after playoffs before MSI. Um, we've got the new champions that look pretty good. Uh, but I think in order to devote a little bit more time, we'll probably wait till after the playoffs die down a little bit. For now, we're just going to stick to all of this hot and spicy. Oh, why? Uh, Yo, shit. Yes. Like in, okay, six hours, Africa Freaks versus MVP. Oh, that's right. We Whoa. probably should talk Whoa. about that. That was cool. <laughs> We're covering that series. We're gonna just, that's what's, that's what's going to make us angry tomorrow. We are. We should, yes. LCK specialist over here. I know. I'm, I'm terrible. This one is going to be... It's only a best of three. It's just a wild card. Yep. Um, we haven't gotten into the best of fives yet. The winner of this is going to go on to face KT Rolster. Uh, they'll probably lose. Um, so, but I, God, this is such a close one. The, the LCK has been so wishy-washy this season. I mean, you literally never know what you're going to get. You might get really good teams. You might get really bad teams. 
Um, and this, you know, these two, Africa and MVP, are teams that they had to play a tiebreaker to figure out who was going to get the uh, side selection and get the higher seed. So they're not, you know, the best that the LCK has to offer. I'm going to give it to Africa just because they have played they seem to kind of rise to the occasion a little bit more. You know, they've got a couple wins against some pretty good teams. Like um, they beat uh, SKT this season. They, uh, or no, they went 2-0 against your favorite team, Samsung Galaxy. So there's that. Um, Wait, they did? Hold up. Yeah, they beat, They won both series against Samsung Galaxy. So Sandbag, Sandbagging. Um, <laughs> Excuses. So, yeah. So, so yeah. I think Africa's going to take this one. Uh, it's probably going to be a 2-1 just because – not many games or not many series lately in the LCK have gone 2-0. So it's probably going to be a 2-1. And then next week we'll get into the really good matchups because uh, whoever plays, whoever wins this will play against Casey Rolster. And then Ooh, that's exciting. that will go into Samsung Galaxy. And then that will go into SKT. I kind of like, I love the format of the LCK though, yeah, by I, the way. It's, it's impossible to replicate in other regions, I think. But anyways, do you have a, a prediction on that? No, I know you don't watch a ton of it. <sighs> I watch what I can, right? And true, I, of course, true, true. I read all your recaps. Of course. Because I have to edit them. But uh, <laughs> I think it's it's really hard is to look at MVP and think they have that they're going to be able to win a consistent series. I think yep. Max popped off so hard against KT, he broke his back. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you with a 2-1 to, to Afrika. But it should be an interesting series. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for us this week. So we'll be back next week to look at the results of some of these series um, we'll have by the time we get back on this one, we'll have two LCK series in the bag. We'll have all of the EU and NA stuff. So we'll be looking at the next rounds for there. So we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about next week. Um, but I think that's going to do it. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can follow me at RW underscore Noah Walter on Twitter. Wait, where are you at? I'm at Wyatt double underscore RW. And that's going to do it for this week of Fiesta Watch. Right. So for all of us here at Fiesta Watch, we'd like to thank you very much for listening. Have fun. Stay safe. Wash your hands before you talk to strangers. Uh, Tune in next week. Peace out. Bye, guys.